everybody, welcome back to I've Got a Movie to Watch. I'm Dakota. My name's Matt. And we'll go ahead and address the, we might hear like a different sound quality. We had to change recording setups. Yeah. Um, so we are uh, in a new area, new space. Hopefully this sounds okay. Just bear with us in the meantime. Also, we have a four-legged animal that is hopefully going to take a nap during the podcast. We don't know, but... If you hear any tippy taps or... That's our mascot. That's yeah. the podcast mascot. It's our pet bear. Pet bear. You didn't qualify. You, you didn't qualify. He's you not didn't... really a bear. He's more of a horse. Yeah, our pet bear horse. horse. Yeah, he does like to maul. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, we... we... Want to talk about another furry creature? Mm-hmm. I mean, he is furry. He is, the Grinch. Yeah. It took me a minute. We're not doing the Muppets right now. No. <laughs> We'll get to the Muppets. Yeah. Right now we're talking about how the Grinch stole Christmas, the Ron Howard movie that came out. 2000. Was it 2000? 2000. Yeah. I remember seeing this movie in theaters. Did you see it in theaters? Mm -mm, I did not. No? Mm -mm. Really? No. We got the VHS though. I don't know what it was. We, whenever, uh, I remember specifically, and they're now Christmas classics, like, Mm -hmm. I remember seeing the Grinch, Elf. Polar Express, all in theaters. Like, those are now, like, qualified Christmas classics in my mind. I would agree with that. I want to think I saw Polar Express, but, like, as a field trip kind of thing. Well, school definitely made us watch Polar Express a lot. Yeah, I can't remember if I saw it when it first came out via, like, a field trip, but I know they played it in school. I think the, so, we can talk about that a little bit. Like, when you were in school, Mm -hmm. the Grinch was one that we watched consistently. Because they would try to get the ones based on books or the Disney movies. Like, we watched Santa Claus a lot, Santa Claus 2. We always watched... We never watched Home Alone, and we never watched Elf, because I guess they were too... Even though they are like, PG, they were too much for, like, elementary and middle schools, I guess. Yeah, I remember, like, in middle school, where I went to middle school at, like, sometimes they would have, like a weird half day thing where you only did classes for half the day and then you'd go and sit in the theater. And I remember, Oh gosh, I think it was like, um, the one with Tim Allen. Oh, that just seemed too on the nose. (laughs) One of the, the various Santa Claus movies. I want to think it was like the, was it the one where he got married? Sure. Is the one where he turns into Santa Claus, the one where he got married, or the one where he's having a kid? Uh, the s- married. I want to yeah, say so married. Okay, sure. They all kind of <laughs> run together. I mean... But I remember, like, in school, like, in middle school specifically, in elementary school, what's a little fuzzier? I think we've seen... We had seen... Yeah. The Grinch. That sounds right. Uh... Probably saw like the Peanuts Christmas thing. We never watched the Peanuts. Yeah, Peanuts was Peanuts was something that was big for me. Was the the Peanuts Christmas story with the little ugly tree and yeah, and Linus doing the whole. I don't know. Did thing. you go? Did you go more west for middle school? Uh, east is in the name, so I'm gonna say no. But. Okay, so you went more <laughs> more east. Yeah. Of the state. Okay, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can kind of figure out where you went now. Yeah. Because we went to two different middle schools and high schools, but in the same school district. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have been considered west from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Triangulate that, kids. <laughs> <laughs> east, west, south, north. Uh, I'm south by southwest. I just want to say, I think this is probably the best film adaptation, and I mean both cartoon and live action of a Dr. Seuss. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Um, oh, who was the, who, who did play the cat in the hat? Was it, wasn't Dana? It was no, Michael Myers. I get Michael Myers and Dana Carvey mixed up a lot. That's fair. They kind of look the same. Like I loved the, um, Plus this checks out for Dakota Brandon. Yeah. Cause I, it's Susan Sarandon. Yeah. And, uh, Helena Bonham Carter. And yeah. I've just, I've, I've, okay. they don't look the same. You, but you it's they're in the same vein. It was, um, the some Catherine, Catherine no, O'Hara. No, was, you mistook it for someone in Clue. That does look like Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking Helena Bonham Carter again. Um, (laughs) Anyway, just always thinking about things that aren't actually there. It's fine. Um, 
what was the, the Dana Carvey was the um I'm not totally enough for the truth. Oh, Master of Disguise. Master of Disguise. I loved that movie. That was that was one that I, I never watched that one. Dana Carvey was never Really? Big you it's nothing that we could probably talk about on the podcast. Michael Myers was big in my household, but not Dana Carvey. I remember that was the only Dana Carvey movie that was like really big for for me. Yep. There's a tippy tap. Yeah. Um <laughs> our mascot has has things to say about Dana Carvey. He approves. He likes uh, turtles. I mean, like, I also like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> so we're getting <laughs> um, off. But, um, yeah, I would agree, like, live action, like, book. Because Cat in the Hat was pretty awful. Yeah, I didn't really care for Cat in the Hat. It was a little too... Weird. Uh, it was a little... P- it, honestly, I'm surprised it didn't get PG-13 from some of the humor I remember. Yeah. And then, I mean, for this movie, Jim Carrey, like, you would, you would think with Jim Carrey at the helm would be way... Zanier, Way I guess. Zanier. Like, there is... I think he does more... I hate to say it, but, like, there's a lot of, like, mental health jokes in this movie. There are. There are. Like, in, he in he Jim, makes fun of his own mental That's what health. you always say. Jim Carrey is actually very, um, very, uh, known for, like, his, his stances on, um, mental health. I believe he's been diagnosed bipolar. Probably. Uh, from, I mean, I don't know for sure. But. From what I remember, but also, fun fact, uh, just nothing to do with the movie per se. There's bipolar 1 and bipolar 2. Um, so there's actually two different types of bipolar, and depending on your symptoms, you may fall in one or the other, and one is genetic. Um, anyways, just a little fun fact. Oh, and bipolar is the most misdiagnosed. Yeah. So. Like, I, I love the jokes in the movie where he's in his cave where he, like, yells at the echo. Yeah. And he's like... <laughs> If I don't say anything and whisper it, you can't echo back at me. You're an idiot! You're an idiot! <laughs> <laughs> and the, when he's going through the list of why he shouldn't go to the jubilation, he's yeah. like, dinner with myself. I, I can't, can't cancel that. <laughs> like, okay, so... entirely. So, I think we can all say that Grinch is probably our favorite character in the movie. I, yeah, but I think about Lil Max. And even Max though, is the best. Max is the is his little just little dog friend. That, that is one of those like that is a emote, loyal like that little dog emotes so much. Yep, he was so good. Oh, okay, because we did Wallace and Gromit earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Gromit versus Max. Oh, Max, easy. Max, thank you, Pupper. Um, yeah. So anyway, I just thought about that. Um, but no, I would uh, going back to what we originally talked about. Like, I would say this is a very good live adapt, like live adaptation. Am I saying that correctly? Live action. Live adaptation. action adaptation. Yeah. Adaptation. I mean, the books most. Here's the thing with Doctor Seuss books; they're all very short. Yes. That's why when they made like, have you seen there? There's a lot like there's a unique Zen Ham cartoon. Mm-hmm, I've seen they that. They made one. the like Cat and Hat, Cat and Hat two cartoons. Uh, yeah. What what were the ones with the it was like the they had stars on their bellies if they were like special and then a guy makes oh. a machine. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, but I don't remember what they were called, but I just now remembered there's another movie that was animated and it was Horton Hears a Who and Oh, they did Horton Hears a Who and, and Jim, the Lorax. Yeah, and Lorax. And Jim Carrey voiced um Horton. He, he was Horton. Yeah, he was Horton. Yeah, I have you seen the Lorax? I have seen the Lorax. Lorax there's a, is it, actually pretty good. There's a very interesting fanfic community with the Lorax that That's I. Weird. It's very weird. I wouldn't yeah, recommend you go down that hole, I but it has a lot to do with the Onceler. Um, it's it's wild. Yeah. I I didn't go looking for it. It found. <laughs> I, I swear to you, I didn't go looking. for it. I mean, sometimes it. you just go down a rabbit hole, and then some YouTube video pops up, and you're like, huh. No, it wasn't even that. It was just like. There's a there. I like to watch um, art programs because it, it it nice. There's talking in the background, yeah. and I can see somebody's process. Yeah. And so they, <laughs> the artists started talking about it, and then I was like, oh no, <laughs> um, oh no. <laughs> so uh, it, 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 I didn't I didn't go looking for it, but it, it found me. Um, That's how the internet works. Though. That is how the internet works, and I think there's actually one that has the Grinch in it as well. Weird. Yeah. Uh, so I want to talk about. I think for a lot of people, this is their favorite Christmas movie. I yeah, I would say it's up there for me. Yeah, I'm a, like, what wait, is your favorite? 
I don't know. That's the thing. I've never really put a lot of thought to it. Because we talked last time, like, how... Yeah, Elf is a lot of every is a lot of everybody's because it's just so over the top. I feel like how dare you? I no, I'm not. I'm not saying that as a bad it's thing. Over the top. So again, we discussed last episode. Like, I'm not necessarily like a Christmas person. I'm yeah. not. I'm not Grinch level. That's of why like, I'm like trying to think of like, do you have a favorite Christmas movie? And if you do, what is it? I like. I go back and I think about like Santa Claus is coming to town. Like that one always comes up. Talk oh, for the, me with the, the stop, yeah, one? the claymation one because that one's just very cute because it's about the origin of Santa Claus and how we got started and mm-hmm. like how there was kickback. I thought that was neat. I love Little Topper. I love Little Topper. He got to he, fly. He makes friends with that big giant guy. Yeah, too. he does. Anyways, we need to talk about the Grinch. Oh, and I like, um, I do, like I know I said last time, like Rudolph's not my favorite, but I love the Island of Misfit Toys. Yeah. I strongly yeah. identify as the, as. Uh, Are as, you the polka dot elephant? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I love the polka dot elephant. Um, oh, we're God. not gonna get a Christmas. See, this is why I'm good to have on the podcast because yeah. I know immediately who you just you're like, yep, that's you, and I'm like, I love you. Well, just that, like when you're like, eh, no, no, I'm stuck here, I'm stuck here. Yeah, please, like, you see yeah. my brain like short circuit, like, yeah. Yeah. but the Grinch. Uh, I would I say think, this is a lot of people's like, and it's quotable, and I enjoy it. Like, I do enjoy the movie. Well, I think what makes it so good is that Ron Howard took because for the most part. The actual story from the book is like in the last like thirty minutes. Yes, so you, so you like, get like you did background. A really good job of yeah. like spreading that out because Illumination did uh, the Grinch animated one like with uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, like Billy Bob, maybe like ke- ke- eight years ke- ago. Cucumber Land. <laughs> yeah, and that one was that one was not it. I don't. I don't even. It's like not I, memorable. I watched it and it's so unmemorable. Like, I forgot about it. Yeah, and so with this, like Jim Carrey puts on a class A performance. You have some really good actors in here. Yes. The guy who plays the mayor, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I think it's Jeffrey Tambor. Or you are correct. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Like a, I think when I look back at it, the scenes that make me feel the most or the ones when he's a kid yeah i agree um and everything else like kind of makes me laugh but like this movie I, I didn't think we were gonna have a hard time getting to a mental health point with this movie because there are a lot of things that deal with mental health especially with like specifically the grinch but we can also talk about how like lucy luhu and her like Trying to find out why everybody loves Christmas and like trying to find out love oh, for a holiday. Like Cindy Lou Who. Or Cindy Lou Who. I, I was I like, Lucy, look, they, there's Cindy. tons of there's tons of names, and I was like, there yeah. that might actually be somebody. But yeah, Cindy, Cindy Lou. Mm-hmm. Like the the whole like, and that's where the main story like really follows through of like following, following this little girl and her doubt about like why everybody enjoys the season and uh, yeah. the song "Where Are You Christmas." Yeah. Why can't I find you? She, like, like that most, actress, I think, is now in, like, a middle band. <laughs> well, for most people, it's... Well, not... I'm not going to say most people. I'm saying most people in the movie, it's presence, food, making sure everybody gets gifts. Capitalism. Capitalism. Like, the whole opening of the movie is, like, 99% off for, like, one minute. <laughs> and everybody loses their mind. Yeah. In... It kind of puts a very harsh spotlight on the mindset of some people during the holidays. Of mm-hmm. you lose track of what it really means. Like for me, um, I'm not a huge. I like giving gifts, mm-hmm. but when it comes to receiving gifts, people ask me for my Christmas list, and I'm like, I don't know if I want it. I just get it. Yeah, same. It's like I don't, I don't know. So like. Most of the time, it's something that I'm like, I plan on getting this at some point, but if you want to go and get it for me, thanks. Yeah, it's like a convenience thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember um, my mom asked me, he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't want to sound like that kind of person, but you could give me money for my student loans. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah, that, 
That's what like whatever do. whatever monetary things I get is going just right to that. And I just also I feel and I I consider myself just a very humble person. Yeah. Like I don't really I'm very fortunate to where like I don't feel like I I have to want for necessarily anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very very fortunate uh, for that. But I'm also just I'm very I don't know just very not money motivated or anything like that it's like um, i'm very much like you like if i want to go get it i'll save up and then i'll go get it yeah and for me we talked about last week on how much the holidays mean to me Mm -hmm. um and i think the mindset of the holidays aren't based around that specific day no me it's based around being around the people you love during that time Mm -hmm. that like it's a huge deal for me to like Give me a gift, whatever. I like giving gifts because I like making people happy. Because mm-hmm. there are people out there that like getting gifts. Yeah, and I'm not not knocking it or anything, no. but like, and it does bring me joy to give people things because it's like, oh my gosh, you and, did, but then yeah, I'm like way more of a person that's like, I like to give surprises. Like I don't don't give me a list. I'll go out and find something very unique yeah. to give you. Yeah, and um, like I said, for me, it's spending quality time with family members, loved ones, Mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think with the Grinch, you see that I feel like if I had no family and had no one around me, I would be like the Grinch. I would be a loner that want, like he clearly wants to be around people Mm -hmm. and clearly like, but he's outcast. He's shunned for being different at the beginning. And then he kind of acclimates to, no one loves me. No one likes me. Why should I even interact with people? What's the point? Mm-hmm, but and he still it, does it anyway. Yeah. Cause like he intentionally goes into town and like masks himself Yeah, because he needs that human interaction in some way. And then it takes Cindy Lou who really making a push to like include him Yeah, for him to realize that the true spirit of Christmas is being around others. And like he finds love that he used to have with the, I can't remember. Martha Martha May, May, who, who, she does have feelings for him too, but like, she didn't know where he was. He, she just knew he was up in a mountain, like all by himself eating trash. (laughs) Just eating trash. Yeah. (laughs) May who, Martha May. Martha May. She's very interesting. It's Martha May. (laughs) She's Betty. Hi, yeah. like the the. She's the stereotype. Like I feel like she's the one in the. She's sh- the love interest. Well, no, but like I feel like in the movie, the mayor is the one promoting like bad Christmas, mm-hmm. and she's the one kind of promoting a better Christmas, maybe. Right, like it's still not personal relationship based, but he's all like. Here's these gifts and these yeah. prizes and, and these I'm things. I'm the best in town, and I'm gonna give you a brand new car. Woo! And she's all like, "Look at the lights and how pretty things yeah. look." She, like, Still when, very superficial, but a little yeah. closer, I would say. Well, like during that whole part where mm-hmm. he's, uh, it's during the humiliation, and he's like, "Martha Mayhew, I want you to marry me," and so forth. And she, she's looking at the ring, and she's like, mm. "And it's a big old ring." Yeah, and she's looking at the car, and she's like, "Hmm." Yeah. Like, this is a lot. This is a lot. Plus, you just insulted the guy I actually like by giving him a freaking razor. Yeah. Case down. Down by. Thank you. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You probably heard him. He's trying to sneak a snack. Like, there's nothing in there, bud. (laughs) But yeah, uh, the mayor is just a giant douchebag. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, just giant. uh, He gets his comeuppance. I love. Yeah, I do like how he does. I, I like how the Grinch ties his bed to a car and he gets like ripped out of his head. Yeah. The 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 chaos that the Grinch does when when it kind of follows the, the similar storyline of the book of where he goes in and sabotages yeah. Christmas for, for Whoville, he it's so great. Like that yeah. whole musical oh God, montage. So and he it's 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 very good. So Okay. Kind of a deep question. Oh, man. I hate it when you do And you don't have your... uh, 
DSM? Yeah, you do some fuck. You know, funnily enough, because I'm such a nerd and I love what I do, I actually have a pocket version. It's not with me, but I'll I was going to say, I was gonna say, let's diagnose the Grinch on this podcast. No. Oh, God. Um, it's so really and truly. Homie, there are mental health problems there, but. Yeah, there are. And so, like, the Grinch. Are there any true, like, major disorders? Because I don't think so. Personally, major, I don't think so. Major depressive, probably, right off the I top. Mean, okay, yeah, but. Potentially, no. Wouldn't be rad. Um, right off the top of my head, I would think major depressive with some combined but presentation of like schizophrenia. No, he wouldn't have schizophrenia. No, he wouldn't meet qualifications for schizophrenia. Yeah. No, even though he talks to himself. No, so yeah. just because you talk to yourself too, like yeah, that's not that's, like no. that can be considered self-soothing. I yes. talk to myself all the time because sometimes I'm I the mean, only one who listens. Brain, in our heads, we talk to ourselves all the time. Oh that's no, sometimes it's sometimes it's out loud where I'm like, "Thanks, Past Dakota," because <laughs> Past Dakota, look, you don't know. I probably said this to you before, but like Past Dakota has it on lock because she knows future Dakota is gonna struggle. Yeah. So future Dakota, she's fine. Present Dakota is just like. Like flatlining at any given time, but like I somehow have the cognizance to like set myself up for stuff. But no, just right off the top of my head, just very very superficial, and I hate doing that because like that's basically what in some community mental health aspects you just yeah. get you get all the diagnosis slapped on you. Which I'm I, okay, not let, a huge fan let, of. Let me take your time. Out. Major depressive. That's where I'm no, gonna land. I, I was gonna say like this is more of like or Dakota, I don't want you to take this as like an actual. Like, I can't help it. I am. No. I am. I was educated to do this such. This is meant to be more of like an educational, like fun thing. Oh, okay. So educational fun thing. Because um, I know in asking the question, I needed to phrase it correctly. Otherwise, you're your full full workforce on me. Yeah, I did just then. So thanks yeah. for adding that addendum. Um, for funsies. Um. <laughs> Uh, touch of PTSD. Oh yeah. Touch of PTSD. Um, which could be comorbid with any level of depression. Um, there's major depressive with a, a different subtitles to it. I'm not going to get into that. And there was one more that was at the edge of my brain that I was going to say, not necessarily anxiety because those can that can exist within depression and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what was it? The mm, seasonal affective disorder. Mm-hmm. Potentially, we don't see the Grinch outside any other type of thing. Yeah. Thing, um, but at a very, very, very surface level, seasonal affective disorder, which is where you get depressive symptoms um, depending on the season, and it's not always necessarily cold. By the yeah. way, it can be any time frame. Um, just it, it, the, look it up if you want to. Actually, don't. Yes, but no. Consult <laughs> consult a mental health professional. Um, but seasonal affective disorder for sure. And a, a tut, not maybe PTSD potentially. Um, not necessarily every traumatic event that you go through rates for PTSD, but if we're doing it for funsies, we could say that because like homie gets triggered hella all the time. He spends yeah. the entire Christmas season triggered. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, but yeah, just for funsies right off the top. Yeah. That's okay. Because my I, thing I'm is sorry. like, do you want me to write a treatment plan? Like, I, I want to apologize. I made, I made you go, woo! My brain went, yeah. it went, so there's the smooth side, and then when I turned to my therapist yeah. side, it's smooth, but one big old crevice down the I middle. I want it to be more of an educational, fun thing for the audience. <laughs> I know. don't know any difference. It's just full-blown psychoeducation. <laughs> I don't have, <laughs> I have a zero or 100. I'm sorry. It's all right. Thank you for adding the addendum. So, yeah. yeah. Um, um, who, who's your favorite character on Sonic Grinch other than... We, we both like Max, but, like, is there a who that you like? Is there a who that I like? Um, Do you want me to give you mine? Yeah, go ahead. I like the dad. I was thinking the mom, actually. Because I, I like the story behind the dad where he's, like, in the very beginning of the story, he's very, like, when his boys come down and he's like, we saw the ranch! He's like, no, don't say anything. And then it gets to a point where like at the very end, and Cindy's like, "This isn't what Christmas is about." He stands up and he's like, 
no, she's right. Like, this is not what Christmas is about. We can still enjoy Christmas mm-hmm. without all our presents. Christmas isn't ruined. The mayor's wrong. The mayor's an ass. <laughs> yeah. Because doesn't he works for the post office. Yeah, he's like, yes. we don't need everything, mayor, who, whatever. Yeah. Like, all I need is my family for Christmas. Yeah, I like I like the mom because I feel like if it weren't for her rivalry with Martha May Huvier next door, <laughs> um, like, that's, she's just like, oh, it's beautiful, Martha. <laughs> like, it, just those interactions between yeah. them, like, as yeah. just catty women makes me kind of giggle. But she still, like, recognizes, like, she still, like, attempts to listen to her daughter and yeah. things like that. Like, you don't really see a lot of the parents. But, like, I like the mom all right, just because of those funny little interactions. Yeah. Um, Lord. So, we can talk about Dr. Seuss for a little bit. How, how much did Dr. Seuss influence you as a kid? Um, so... They made Dr. Seuss very big, very big. Like there's a Dr. Seuss day and stuff in elementary mm, school. We had green eggs and ham day. Yeah, and I had a green eggs and ham day, which was fine. Like turns out I'll eat any color of green egg, like any color of eggs and ham because like homies got to eat. Um, if there's a fox, even better. If there's a fox in a box with some rocks, whatever the rhyme is, like let's go. Um, I remember it being kind of a big deal about this person. Um, I'm not entirely sure why we base literacy and things like that off Dr. Seuss. Like he published like a crap ton of very easy stories for children to read. And I had the collection. I distinctly remember growing up, but I was also a very avid reader. So that lasted for like 2.5 seconds before I got bored and went on the next thing. Um, Also, as you learn more about Dr. Seuss and his personal history, um, like, dude cheated on his wife while she had cancer. Yeah. He wasn't necessarily a, a good human, and I can't remember if he was, like, anti-Semitic or not. I mean, there was hints of it. Way to take it dark, Dakota. Well, that's my thing, though, is, like... That's... I was talking about, like, the books and, like... Okay. So, it, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Can I, I say something? One sec. Let me finish, let me finish my train of thought okay. here. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. It's one of the things of, like... And I'm not, like, doxing or anything like that by any means. But, like, to me, Dr. Seuss is, it just wasn't engaging necessarily for me as a kid. Okay. And so I, I think that he did a lot for literacy, but I'm like, I don't, I don't get I the whole... he did a lot for child literacy, for sure. Yeah, for child literacy, for sure. Um, but I'm like, meh. Oh, my God, meh. So I'm going to bring up J.K. Rowling again. Oh, man. I think... I think- and you can yell at me. And I'm, not, I'm not going to yell. Everybody, I will go on record again saying everybody is entitled to like their opinions and what they support and what they do. That's I, I think you, fine. I think you have a problem sometimes separating art from the artist. Well, yes and no. But sometimes I think that the artist has a hard time separating themselves from their art. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And that's just me, like, shrugging, like, there you go, bud. Um, I don't know how you're supposed to, like, fully separate yourself from, like, green eggs and ham in that issue. I think Rowling uh, definitely, and it's very well known that she put a lot of herself into those those books. Yeah. Um, and again, like, they're great books. Uh, and I'm just not going to, I mean, I, and I'm not saying, like, Everybody should stop it and burn them anyway. Like, you've already bought them. She's got your money. Well, I mean, they were burning Harry Potter books back in the day. Oh, they were. Like, <laughs> I remember reading them in third grade for the first time. And I was like, yeah, that's why I couldn't be bothered with Dr. Seuss. Like, there was wizards and shit, dude. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, one fish, two fish, whatever. There's a three-headed dog. What? Uh, um, but anyway, going back to that, like, I, I just don't have, like, really an opinion. Because, like, it just evens out yeah. i'm like i don't um, think he was necessarily actually, you know like what? i think i think this is a good episode where we can talk about some of the things we read as children that kind of influenced us because <laughs> dr seuss influenced me a little bit when i was younger i remember specifically when i can't remember what age i was but my parents gave me the book of the places you will go there's everybody quotes that one a lot and yeah. he there are very inspirational things in there yeah like i'm not I'm not doubt i'm not yeah. shitting on it um, I'm just like Dakota cursing all left and right. I think I've only said like two now. <laughs> you said like five. 
we're like, have I? Well, we're 30 minutes in. That's about on par. <laughs> oh, boy. I was I started getting distracted so, and going on my um, rants. When I, when I think of like Dr. Seuss, it, it was like a natural progression of, I read Dr. Seuss when I was in my kindergarten. And then when I got a little bit older, I, Magic Tree House was a big thing. I loved the Magic Tree House. Yeah, Magic Tree House they were, well, was a big thing. They were good. I remember them. So I think one of the more niche ones that I was interested in as a kid, and you may not. Do you know the Charlie Brown series? <gasps> Did you read the Charlie Brown series? I own all of them. Yeah. I own them. Like, I, I still read them. I love Charlie. There's like, certain point. there's like, oh God, there's like, oh, there's a 10. Is there 10? Hold on. I'm going to do a Google because I loved it. I uh, it, it, was, it was like Harry Potter, little, but like different. Yes. Because they, they separated them into classes of like music, art, and something else, right? Yeah. It was drama, music, and um, art. Yeah. So, and they, they're fantastic reads um, and very easy to read too. Oh, like the print is nice yeah. and large. Um, I had the like hardback ones. Yeah, I, most of them, it, well, the Time Twister, which I believe is the second one. I had Time Twister, and I was reading outside, and a dog got a hold of Do it. Do you realize how few people I've met have read the Charlie Brown series? Uh, no. <laughs> Can't say. Like, so many people read Harry Potter, but Charlie Bone is so similar to Harry Potter, but like for- My mom year, even read Charlie Bone. My mom hasn't even read, my mom hasn't even read all the Harry Potter. It's like a smaller, it's like a younger demographic Harry Potter. It's like middle school. Yeah, because it, it doesn't- There's eight, excuse me. It goes dark-ish, but not dark, like Harry mm -mm. Potter does. Mm -mm. And I, I really, I really loved them. Um, and I think like it didn't pick up steam like Percy Jackson did- I never um, read Percy Jackson. You didn't read the Percy Jackson series? Mm -hmm. Well, I've, I liked Greek myths just by themselves, so yeah. I would just read the Greek myth. Yeah, that's fair. I, I did too, but I read both. Mm -hmm. Both Greek and Roman. But no, I yes, I would agree. Charlie Bone was very niche. Very yeah. niche. I loved it. Loved Charlie Bone. That makes me happy. What was his... He had some kind of special ability. I can't remember what So Charlie could hear what pictures were saying. And yes. after, yes, and yes, yes, after yes. getting a hold of a wand from a Welsh magician that he was distantly related to, he could actually insert himself into yes, it and hear He's like, not much all, more. Like, they, it was for gifted children, but they weren't technically like wizards or witches. They just no, had, like, so they came they from... They also had like special abilities. Yes, so they all came from the Red King, which was a um, just a magic magical person and then he himself had like several children i want to think there was like eight or nine children and yeah. then from there those children had their own abilities and it would yeah. just keep trickling down so you had um one that could summon storms you had one that could shapeshift you had one that um could hypnotize you you had Which, one talking to pains compared to summoning storms is kind of... <laughs> yeah and then you had one that could well, like go... going into the pains like was a really big because that's yeah. how that's how you learned about a lot of the back history and how um, little Billy, who could talk to animals, yeah. and how he was actually the true um, heir heir to a certain thing, and I'm not going to spoil yeah. it. Um, but it was a it was a really big deal. You should go read Charlie Brown. It's yeah. very good, and yeah. it's very easy. To, it's so yeah. you'll you you could binge them in oh, a yeah. couple of days. I, easy. I remember specifically my the librarian at my elementary school got me hooked on this. So like, were there I just, any I just were there any other them. like Artemis Fowl. I liked Artemis Fowl books. I tried Artemis Fowl. I didn't like it. I liked Artemis Fowl. Uh, there's much I've read up to... I know to... my friend liked uh, the Aragon series. I never read Aragon. I've I heard good things. I read the first one. I tried to read the second. I couldn't get into it either. My friend Henry was big into... He never read them. He always listened to them through audiobooks. Mm -hmm. But he was a big, I guess, quotation bookworm. He can't be much... Well... We had a kid at site cycle. Would you count audiobooks being a bookworm? Because like it is, but it isn't. It yeah. is, but it isn't. <laughs> I I count it as yes. Okay. At cycle gear, sorry, I almost like slipped and said the place we used to work at. I'm yeah. so sorry. We got sometimes it's hard for me to break. Like this is being recorded. I'm sure you said it, but it's fine. All those cycle gear, <laughs> which is a bike shop. Oh yeah. We worked at a bike shop. Yep, which one? Yeah. <laughs> We use child labor to make bikes. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> but there was a kid. At, there was a kid. There was a kid at our last job that um, he listened to audiobooks and he really liked them. Was it one hour? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I don't remember that. That's okay. I'll, I'll inform you who it was after this. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but he loved the, the Aragorn series. But uh, I'm trying to think. I those, can't believe you read were, Charlie Bones. I tell you, every time you surprise me, you yeah. really do. You really yeah. do. No, like I, I don't think they're still, they may be still back there, but I doubt it. I oh, probably, I have them. I probably, they are on a bookshelf. I probably sold them off. Um, <gasps> I have online. Still, like the dog torn well, one and everything. I, I would. I would Sell books in yard like we would have a yard sale for you, and I'd sell books and other things. Like I sold my Pokemon collection in a yard sale one year, and I regret that whole. I regret I regret giving my my Pokemon cards and a stuffed Charizard pillow and a stuffed Pikachu to a little speaking, cousin. Speaking of Henry, I sold my GameCube and like a lot of like the high priced GameCube games to him. Mm-hmm. How much do you think I sold it to him for? Oh, buddy, you probably didn't get your money at all. Hundred, two hundred, hundred bucks. Oh, Matthew, no. Yeah. My bad. my sister has kept all of our games, has kept if every single kept game. all of the GameCube games that I did own, uh, one, I would have saved a lot of money trying to recollect those games. Yep. Two, uh, I, like, because we had all the Mario Parties, mm-hmm. and, like, we had Mario Party 7 box. Like, What's a niche before. GameCube game? Because I'll tell you one of my favorite niche ones. If we want to talk about fun GameCube games that uh, my dad... He'll play like phone games, but the only time I've ever seen him play a game console mm-hmm. was Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. On, the Secrets. <laughs> on GameCube. Like he, he got like in Prisoner of Azkaban too, like he got into those. That's like, funny. Yeah, like he would like I would wake up in the middle of the night. And your dad's and just like no, over <laughs> in like, the corner. Work. Uh-huh. Okay, we're recording in my house for now. But he, <laughs> he used to no one knows where I live. Who cares? That's fair. Uh, he and we already talked about my dog. Who cares? That's anyway, fair. We got there. So that that room right there right. used to be a uh, living room where uh-huh. the game system was hooked up. That makes sense. And I would walk out of my bedroom, right? Come to that room, and the light, like the little uh, lamp light, was on, and he'd just be chilling there, like I'm trying to beat the spider, dude. Just go back to bed. <laughs> All right, Dad. And then he's like, like, in in Chamber of Secrets, you have to. Collect all the uh, chocolate frog cards, the the wizard cards. Which wasn't the spider also named Aragorn? Yeah. Weird. It was Ar- It was something like that. Ar- was Aragog. 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 Um, my favorite was Billy Hatcher in the Giant Egg. That was a good one that I never played. It was very cute. Um, Billy I, I played Hatcher a lot. in the Giant Egg. I played a lot of... I remember commercials for it. I don't know why I played a lot of licensed games. Like there were a lot of like Nickelodeon games on GameCube that I played. Don't like remember. a random Rugrats one, random Jimmy Neutron one, Nicktoons Unite. Do you remember that game? I remember it. Never played it. Yeah. But we should probably go back to Grinch. We kind of um, we kind of offshot onto books and then to video games. My bad. I mean, we're talking about how the Grinch stole Christmas. Dr. The Grinch what? and Doctor Seuss influenced us as kids. And I wouldn't. Other I wouldn't. Us. And like no, like I'll say the Grinch influenced my uh mindset on Christmas a little bit. I'll say it, it affected my mindset on Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Because um it was one of those movies that I used to watch at Donna's all the time. Because mm-hmm. I mean uh, it's two thousand, I was six, six, six. I was like nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I was I was a pretty good age for that. Mm-hmm. And, like, I specifically remember seeing the Grinch in theaters with my entire family, I believe. Um, I do remember my entire family was there for Cat in the Hat. My mom hated that movie. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of bad. Like, my movie critic brain was starting to, like, formulate at a young age. And I was like, that movie was kind of shit. <laughs> See, I don't. The movies was just like. Wow, and I haven't seen a lot of them. Yeah. As we've as tends to be an ongoing theme here. This is a small tangent. We'll go back to the Grinch and kind of get towards the end here. Yeah. What was the first movie at a young age that you watched and you realized it was a bad movie? Um, hmm. you're gonna have to try to like give me like prep questions to think about before you put me on the spot and there's just dead silence that I can't feel. Um, so like scatter something while I'm thinking. No, so like, uh, I can, I can talk about bad. one that I watched though. I was like, that was... Not good. That was a bad movie. Um, I remember 
because I went to go see a lot of movies with my friend Henry and mm-hmm. my friend Zach. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember we went to go one day. We just like randomly went to go see because Zach's dad would like drop us off at the movie theater that direction, mm-hmm. the small one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just pointed at general direction. You knew where it was. No, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah. There's the big one. Well, not there's even the, the big, big one. one. There's the big, the big. Small. There's the big, big one. The medium sized one, and then the little one. So yeah. No, it's not the little little one. It's the. I can say what it is. The marquee. Yeah. No, that's yeah, well, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what I thought you meant. Yeah. 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 I mean, because there's this, this day and age, there's a Cinemark, there's Nancy. Yeah, there's chains everywhere. Yeah, but, like there's chains. So yeah, it's, it was the marquee. Good luck throwing a dart in Kentucky and finding out where we're at. <laughs> We're not from Kentucky, but y'all were convinced. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we don't have an accent for Kentucky. <laughs> Look, people think I'm from Texas sometimes. That's weird. Yeah, they're anyway. Mine's very wanna, thick. Wanna, or Tennessee. This is a small tangent that I want to get off of. Okay, I don't. Uh, I honestly but, don't know. Honestly, uh, I can't I remember think of we it. went to the marquee and then I we watched the first Transformers. I was like, oh, that was actually really good. I really like the first Transformers, and then I want to use it. Did you second. like? Did you like no. the first Transformers no, because of Megan Fox? No, I enjoyed the action. I enjoyed the comedy. Like, okay. it was a pretty like. Even now, the first Transformers movie is like pretty solid, and then I went to go see the second one, and I was like, "Boo!" I was like, "That was That's a letdown." That was kind of really bad. I'm trying to think, like, honestly, because I've not consumed a lot of movie media anyway. Um, no, you didn't go see a movie as a kid with, like, a youth group or anything? Not really. Um, very sheltered childhood. Um, I remember really wanting to watch Jimmy Neutron, and I finally got to see Jimmy Neutron, and I thought that was fine. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of movies I watched as so, a kid, and it's another not Another small really tangent. A lot of my... Did, uh... Maybe this was this was a boy thing because uh, <laughs> just boy things. Nah, 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 nah. Like, let me finish. Boy math. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of birthdays for me, uh, from my friends. A lot of our friends for their birthday would go take their friends to the movies and then like do something afterwards. Because like we went to see National Treasure for a birthday movie. Went to go see some. I think. Treasure Planet was one that we went for one year. I remember, I remember, like, summer camp would take us, like, for a movie maybe once a week, once every two weeks. I remember watching a Bluth, um, and it was a space-themed Bluth. I have no idea about that one. It was, it was in space. It was, like, AD or something. Oh, dude, that movie's trash. I I don't remember a lot of it as that a kid. That trash. Then maybe that was it. I don't remember a lot of it. I really don't. I don't oh, remember man. paying attention to it. We went to, like, the, the little cheapo theater and watched yeah. it. Um, may, I guess maybe that one. But uh, the only, yeah, like, was... the only memorable movies that I remember was almost every year, like, October to December, a Harry Potter movie would come out. Oh, yeah. Almost like yearly or every other year. Yeah. And I had a friend because we we really took it and ran when we were kids. You know, I think I'm like eight. Um, we took that and ran, and we, we watched those movies every single every single this one. This is the last time, and then we'll get back on bridge. Okay. Do you consider Harry Potter movies Christmas movies? Um. No, not inherently. I know some people do. They yeah. they do a big like Christmas time. Like the first one, I could see because they really focus in on like Harry's first well, Christmas you, at Hogwarts. You know who directed the first two? Oh, it is Dan. Was it Dan something? Nope. Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus. That's right. And you know who? The last ones you, were. You know what Christopher Columbus directed in the past? Um. It's a very famous Christmas movie. Matthew. Look me in the eyes and tell me that you don't see nothing. Hold on. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. So, in every one of his movies, he tries to incorporate Christmas for the most part. No, well, that uh, makes a lot of sense. Not, he also, did you know he did the first person Jackson movie and it bombed? Um, I remember working at my first retail job and the Percy Jackson movie being on repeat, and I would stand in the doorway and watch it instead of doing my job <laughs> because Brian Gober. What was your first re- Was it? So what was? Mm-mm. What was it? I worked at a Sam's Club. Ah! Mm-hmm. Was that when they still put actual movies on the big TV? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
And so and when they actually sold like video games and like movies and stuff, and yeah. they don't. Like, I, I would be, like, the door greeter, or I would check the list as people were going out and just would sometimes just zone out. Yeah. Because uh, I was in college, and so, like, I would close a lot of times. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's fair. I wish Lowe's had that kind of entertainment. I, my entertainment was at Lowe's was seeing if I could fit underneath the lumber rafters. <laughs> Turns out, I can't. <laughs> Oh, I never got TVs. No, honestly, I never got right up at Lowe's. I had a very shining, credible history because yeah. I am a lovely person, I guess. Um, but should not have been left to my own designs because I would ensue chaos. Yeah, that's fair. I really would. I so, found I found different hiding holes. So the Grinch. The Grinch. The Grinch. The the the. For me personally, and you know my skill. Oh, yeah, your scale. It is a solid nine. Okay. Because you you do get something out of this one. You do. Yeah. I would agree. There, there are emotions that you can take. Like, if you're watching it, just enjoy it and have a good time. Laugh, because it is a very funny movie. Didn't you mention something? The lighting, because I remember. Yeah, the lighting. Like, um, like, the set design and everything. I remember that being very, very cool. Yeah, because it's, it's a very dark tone, like it's very cloudy, overcast tone for a lot of the movie, and then oh, his heart, yeah. Yeah. They should come out tomorrow. Wait a minute. <laughs> this, <laughs> this isn't Annie. This isn't Annie. Uh, Annie so where, where would you rate it? Um, honestly, <laughs> I'm going to give it my first half. I'm going to go eight and a half. Right. No, it's not our first half. Is it not? I thought it was. I've never. No, I don't, don't. Which no, one did I give a half on? Oh, you know, I don't remember because I always know it's Taylor that does the halves. Because I've always like every time y'all do halves, I'm like, but why? And now I'm like, actually, no, I could see the, I swear the half. Done half before. I don't know. I don't like. We've done like 15 episodes at this point. I can't remember. What did you ever think we'd get this far? I mean, if we tried yet. <laughs> well, I guess that answers my question. No, like, small, but, like, there was a moment where it was, like, either we're going to try or we're going to try a little bit, and then, like, yeah, it's not worth it, man. But, like, if we actually tried, then, yeah, that's what I was getting at this point. It's, it's convincing you that this was a good idea was the hard part. Really? Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty gullible most of the time. Yeah, I can see you being like, ah, is this really worth my time? No, I don't think I did that at all. I was like, yeah, okay, I have to make time for this, so that'll be good. No. So. Um, but I'd say eight and a half, because I do feel something. Um, What would prevent me from making it a whole nine, I wonder? Because that's just my gut reaction, is to be eight and a half. There's really no flaws with this movie, but... Um, the I will say <clears throat> the beginning of the movie is a little slow. Yeah, it is a little slow. It's um, not like immensely slow where you can't get through it, obviously. But uh, I, think, I think until you, when Jim Carrey first shows up on screen, that's where the movie kicks in. For me, it's whenever after he's like gone into town and gone back up, and you get to see more of the backstory. Okay. For me, okay. so it's a little longer for me to get there. Okay, that's probably where the point five comes from. Is that kind of keeps me. Like, it's not a perfect 10. No. Um, but there is a lot. Like, the messaging in the movie is really good. The direction is really good. Mm -hmm. The acting is superb on Jim Carrey's part. And yes. Everybody else. Like, Jim Carrey is hands down a class above everybody else in the movie. I would agree. Like, when Jim Carrey's not on screen, it doesn't mean that the movie's still not good, but it's just not as good, no, in my opinion. Like, he, he embodies that. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, all those facial expressions, and you gotta think that cosmetic stuff yep. is insane. Mm -hmm. um, but, um... That many more. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. When it, when it comes to this movie, I think it is up there for me when it comes to Christmas movies, but I have to put it at a nine. Okay. For like movies in general, but as a, where would you rate it as a Christmas movie? 
Uh, Christmas movie? I would be up there. I'd, I'd still say... I think it's one... It's an easy top five Christmas top movie. Top five. Probably. Absolutely top five. This particular one. Top yes. five. Top five. Um, did you like the Ant-Man? We, um, we had that one, too. It was fine. Like, I mean, it is it, direct, it's again, direct retelling of the story. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Like, again, it didn't really catch me until, like, he started doing... The chaos and the music is like what got me in. So I think where this excels compared to the cartoon and the book, mm-hmm. you have way more time to make it believable. Yes. For the ending. Yes. Like in the book, like the ending kind of comes off as like, okay, I guess. But like in the movie, like you get that full spectrum of like, yeah. There's growth. There's growth there mm-hmm. that is visible and noticeable. Yes. So, anyways, uh, nine, eight point five. Yeah. Easy top five Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, next week we're. I know we said we were doing, um, Muppet Christmas Carol last, and we were gonna do It's a Wonderful Life next week, but we're gonna switch it up because we both watched Muppet Christmas Carol a little early. Yeah. So we actually had that one pretty fresh in our brains. So next week we're gonna watch Muppet Christmas Carol and I hate to say it. I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Treasure Island is better. <laughs> I don't know if that picked up. <laughs> yeah, it was a little goblin laugh. <laughs> um yeah, because because it's a better retelling of the story and also No, the retelling of a Christmas Carol was fine. It was fine. Mm. I don't like some, and we'll get into it next week, but I don't like some of the creative decisions taken. I would agree. Um, and I don't know, like, I usually really like Gonzo and Rizzo, but, like, I don't know if I liked them. We'll get it, was, into it. it was a very strange role that they played. Yeah, I don't, we'll get into it next week. But we're going to watch Muppet Christmas Carol next week. We hope you join us for that. And I hope you enjoyed our kind of talk about Grinch today. Yeah, we, we kind of talk about a lot yeah. of things. This is very, I feel similar in like Wallace and Gromit. For like half the time we were there and half the time we weren't. Well, here's the thing. When you talk about movies, it's, for me, a gateway into other conversations. Right. And I mean, that was like the whole purpose of this anyway. Exactly. So, yeah. So I think, I think it all right today but um hopefully you didn't hear puppers too much i know you came in a couple times but i don't think it was too bad Mm-mm. but Mm-mm. we hope you join us next week for muppet christmas carol and i hope you had a good thanksgiving and happy holidays to everyone around